What are principles learning now? Hey, it's Matt, and you're listening to the Math Foss Mashup. I'm thankful and deeply humbled that you're spending this time here with me. We're going to jump quickly into the topic. We're inviting back seven guests, Chris Chapadin, Lauren Higgins, Heather Patterson, Mark French, Kathy Jacobs, Chris Leglider, and John Eric Zier to share with us what they're learning in their schools now. Let's jump right into it. First two guests are amazing school leaders and principals who are discovering the power of leading a community with a sense of purpose. So let's talk about recent learning. What have you learned in the recent uh, two or three months that may be worth sharing for others? So it's funny. So I've done a couple things around the concept of purpose. So our character trait for the month happens to be purpose. You know, students identifying their purpose, teachers identifying their purpose for being here at school. Um, and I was recently part of, I'm on the long range planning committee for the district. Um, and we just did a capacity audit. So basically audited um, the learning organization. And one of the areas the district struggled with the most was communicating our purpose. And I kind of see that on our campus as well as, you know, being able to share our why. You know, we're really pushing future-ready learning. We want to have learner-centered classrooms, but why? Our parents can see that we're doing it, but do they know why? I think their experiences always take them back to when they were in school, and that's not how learning was done. Mm -hmm. so they don't understand the purpose for it, um, why things have changed, how they changed, and what it's looked like. Um, so kind of working to figure out how we can best communicate our purpose with the community. That's great. And uh, have you figured out any solutions or ideas for that? Um, one of the ideas we're tossing around, so our campus is doing challenge-based learning. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, it's something we've talked about to parents, but I don't think they really know what it is or why we do it. Mm -hmm. um, so we've talked about engaging the community through social media and doing a CBL with our parents in the community through social media, um, and then inviting them into the school to do like a future ready learning night where they get to see a 21st century classroom in action. They get to participate in those same activities that their kids are doing in the classroom. You know, challenge-based learning, argument-driven instruction that our science classes are doing, that they can see um, what's going on and understand why we do it. Um, I think the, something I'm continually learning is the power of community on a mission together. Um, and so, you know, we all, we all have different titles, we all have different roles, uh, we all have different responsibilities, but we also come together centered around um, serving each other and uh, contributing to the mission. And, and that's a very powerful dynamic. Um, it's, it's hard to build and probably harder to keep. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's a dynamic that can truly, you know, change the world for kids. Um, just this week, I got a really nice email from a former student who I had in fifth grade, who's now a freshman in college. And you know, I look back at that team and that community uh, that was was centered in the mission to to give it all for those students. And 
um, you know, it's definitely positive reinforcement to, to receive messages like that. So it causes me to think about the team that I'm a part of now and what we're doing um, to hopefully impact kids for the future. Um, it's, I think it's a challenging dynamic to develop uh, because it's deeper than just, well, this is my job and this is where I go to work and who I work with. Um, and then to sustain that over years, um, it, it has to, you know, the challenge is centering people in something uh, communal that's deeper than, than just going to work. School leader and culture crafter Heather Patterson is our next principal, and she recently moved from the middle school setting to leading a high school. Okay, so moving from 60 staff members, um, culture, team building, fun, fun, the F word, I love that word. Um, it's really important to me. And so when I came in and um, came into George Ranch, the, the first thing that I found um, was pivotal is the whole first day um, people didn't know each other like they didn't know names they couldn't record they weren't recognizing people there it's so big the campus is giant that you're in your own little world and your own little tunnel and I found that people didn't when you talked about other people like oh that person needs something or whatever there was no buy-in because they didn't know each other so the whole f entire first day they're like what are we gonna do I'm like we're gonna have fun and so we scavenger hunts. I broke them up into four different ways. Um, so they had to mix with different people every single time and it could not be anybody in their department. So they kept mixing and mixing and mixing and we did a staff wall that says, this is us. And I did all their pictures, what position they have in the campus and a quote that they love. And it's in our main hallway when you walk down the hall. So they see it every single day. And I've just felt a more family style feel at a campus of 230. So that's, awesome. that's been the biggest thing that I feel is don't ever let go of that. Don't let go of relationships from day one. So up next, principal and author Mark French is going to share a few insights about asking for help right after this quick break. I think I keep learning and that's, I mean, that's the beauty of our jobs and our positions. I mean, I'm 60 years old with 38 years of experience and I still am learning and I will continue to learn my last two years of service. I think recently it, I've learned the lesson over and over. Sometimes it takes me more than once, not mm -hmm. upside the head to remember. I think you have to count on other people and you have to ask for help. Uh, mm. When we come back to start a school year, there is so much going on. I think we leaders think there's so much on our shoulders, but there are a whole lot of people right beside you who can help, who have skills and talents you need to tap into. So. Yep. Count on others and ask for help. That's brilliant advice. And um, 
continuing that same theme of being connected as a school leader, Principal Kathy Jacobs shares her recent learnings about expanding her principal network. So I've learned, I learned this probably a year and a half ago, but it continues to amaze me being a connected principal. Um, like you mentioned, Mark French. I feel like he's one of my good friends. I've never met him in person. Um, actually, I did this summer at NAESU, but before that, I had not met him in person. But so being connected on Voxer, on Twitter, um, with people from around the country, if you asked me two years ago, would you be attending a national conference? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, would you be presenting with other principals from around the country at a national conference? I would have said absolutely not. But that did happen this summer at NAESC. Um, and so I think just staying connected and not being an island, because it can be a very lonely position. Especially if you're in a district that's smaller or rural. Um, I'm very fortunate that I have 56 elementary school principals in my district that um, we try to stay connected. We have a Boxer group that we connect on. Um, but beyond that, just the connections you can make across the country and continuing to grow yourself as an administrator and as a principal. There's so much to learn from so many people um, it's just amazing to me. So in recent months, I've learned how important that is and how keeping up with that check-in with them is so important. The two groups I mainly check in with are principals in action um, and moms as principals. Moms as principals has been a huge, huge game changer for me as far as my leadership goes and being a mom of three. But um, it's just nice to connect with people who have similar lifestyles, similar challenges, um, and just keep those connections open. That's amazing. And did you would you say that your kind of the impetus or the push to getting involved into a national conference was these new connections you've made? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I would have never spent the money or the time because um, it, it's a commitment to go away to an out-of-state conference, you know, for four days. Yeah, you know, I have a very active family, and so leaving them for four days is always a challenge. But they're fine. They they are fine without me. Um, but absolutely, positively, it is. 100% due to those connections across the nation. That's incredible, that's great. Now, <clears throat> let's go into like the school. Leading with a sense of purpose and being a connected principal also filters down into empowering teachers to do the same. Here's Chris Leglider, school principal sharing his recent learnings. But then I think it comes back to one step further is how do you empower each teacher with their strengths so that they have an opportunity outside of their classroom to really um, help the staff or help the school in some way that they feel like they are growing and giving back to the school. Mm -hmm. So what we've really tried to recognize is how do we maximize the strengths of each teacher? And yes, within the classroom, all teachers should be impactful educators. But what I'm talking about is who can help lead PD, professional learning for our staff, who maybe can help be an assistant basketball coach, who maybe can help with the musical or lead a diversity assembly, who would be willing to lead staff well-being. I mean, those are just some examples. So what we've tried to really recognize is what are the strengths of our staff that will help them feel fulfilled and valued that are stretched beyond their classrooms. John Eric Zier is our last principal on this episode. He is principal of a model PLC school and shares 
a simple tactic he uses to make an impact on students every day. Uh, so the single biggest takeaway I would say is, is really this, the things that you think you just won't have time for uh, are the most important things. Uh, coming into this campus, you know, needing to get to know our staff, needing to get to know our students. Uh, I've, I've invested in those culture pieces that, you know, for, for a lot of people, they may think, well, there's no way he has time to do that. And they've made the most tremendous impact, even in this first seven weeks. Uh, for example, I, I do birthdays for all of our kids. So each day, writing them a note, but then I take it to their class. And having that opportunity now, when I go into classrooms, before I say a word, they're already saying, oh, whose birthday is it? And just having that connection, uh, whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, they know that their principal took the time to come in by name and recognize them amongst their peers. Uh, it's had a tremendous impact. I mean, and I, I think accelerated the... Uh, the learning curve as far as uh, kids getting used to me, me getting a chance to learn kids' names and just interact with them. I've got so many more now uh, that are just initiating, hey, Mr. Z in the hallway, high five, fist bumps. And I do attribute that back to those interactions we're having uh, when I go celebrate those birthdays. Uh, and in the grand scheme of things, yeah, it might take a half hour. It may take 45 minutes, but I'm investing in individual kids. Uh, and I just think, you know, a lot of people may say, well, there's no, I just don't have time for that. And I think people miss the boat. I mean, that is the most important thing I think you can do uh, to really impact those people and let them know you care about them as a person and not just a number or as a student. Thanks again for listening to today's episode of the Math Faust Mashup. We're soon approaching our 100th episode and you can help me stay on the air by simply doing one thing. If you enjoyed this episode, please pass it along. Now let's go out there and make an impact.